Let's go. Welcome to another episode of Unapologetically Black on WOVU LP Cleveland 95.9 FM. We are your hosts, Just Ice and E. King. How's your week, bro? Well, our week is absolutely positively fantabulous as it is every week. How is everybody out there in Radio Land? Man, it's been 90 How you? degrees. How are you? How are you, Kaki, brother? <laughs> Man, it's been 90 degrees. As, it, as you can see, I am wearing a hat and a coat because they have they keep it like 70 degrees uh 60 50 something yep up in the studio man and so they be killing me but other than that man we uh, it's been a hard week yeah, bro I see, I, I see cleveland got hot that uh my lebron's <laughs> leaving oh man it's i you know what so I, let's let's start off with this let's <laughs> I don't. There's nobody hot though. There, I mean, he's he did exactly what he was supposed to do. I'm not. I've never been a LeBron fan, even when he was here the first time. I've always been a Cleveland fan. Um, he got. I, I was a part of a uh, of a parade, and I'm cool, dude. I'm cool. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I, hey, he, the hey. man, the man, the man is about his money. You know, I'll take Exa- it, dude. If if anything, man, I wanna I wanna actually learn from that dude. I mean, that dude took once yeah. again. He 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 used the vehicle. Let me go ahead and say this again, because we're gonna yeah. we're gonna touch on this on other episodes. I'm pretty sure he used the vehicle of basketball to get to his mission. Yeah. Now people in our community, let's let's be let's be for real, bro. They use yeah. basketball as their mission, and don't understand that it's simply a vehicle. And when it doesn't, or but they and, use they they the basketball is the end mission. That is it's, their mission. Exactly. Yeah. That's their mission. Yeah. And so what happens when that mission fall down? What what do they do, bro? They fall down. So, they yeah. Fall down. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, we know. fall down <laughs> and we get up. We go. <laughs> and so, yeah. I mean, that's, I'm not hot. I wasn't hot about it. I wasn't, you know, but you, you've been in Cleveland, man. What I have a problem with, stop. Clevelanders, listen to me. Stop punching yourself because you already have people punching you. Stop stop being the ugly chick. Stop being the ugly dude. Stop being just understand that you are cool even if no nobody else think you cool. Just let it be, man. Once you be yourself, hey, you'll be all right, man. That's my that's my yeah. two cents. <laughs> I support it. LeBron. <laughs> LA Bron. So before before we get off on our tent, because I do I, I knew you was gonna bring that up because you you know, when he went to Miami, you know, it it it, it went wild here. So I knew that you was gonna bring that up, but we're not gonna do that. Well, man. I'm, I'm a, well let's 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 put it out there. I'm a baller. You know, yeah. I didn't necessarily <laughs> agree right. with your first decision mm-hmm. as a basketball player, but mm-hmm. I loved it as a business player. Yeah. Oh, so let I me do as a businessman. Yeah. Yes. I have to say that, you know, and for that, again, I'm not a LeBron uh fan on the basketball court. Right. But off the court, I think he's one of the best men that Amazing, we have, best dude. examples of a man that we have out there. And I will say that out loud. Amazing. And that, um, and he keeps up he 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 keeps it down for his family. Remember that. Yeah. He keeps it down yeah. for his family and and to be perfectly honest, he's going to a team that has a dude that started the whole vehicle movement because Magic Johnson. Remember when dude, remember when we was in college and Magic Johnson was buying up and and went in with Starbucks. Remember that? I remember cuz we was at the house and it was like Magic Johnson is Starbucks. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Now look at Starbucks. At Starbucks movie theaters. Exactly. Um. Yeah. All he, that. Was, he was doing it. He. You're right. So, so if, he, he, uh, that's the right place to go. Thank you. Thank you. So I have. I have no ill. I got. I got my parade, dude. I. I did. I got my parade. I got my championship. I got it on my DVR. I can watch it anytime I feel like it. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> let's get. <laughs> well, y'all gonna have to probably watch that for another sixty years. No. 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 See. Now. See. That's where you go into that BS hating, dude. <laughs> And so that's gonna I'm gonna segue before we get too deep in this because we still got a, a show to go. So for those <laughs> we when you listen to this show, this show is going to air after uh the fourth of July. So by the time that you hear this episode, the fourth of July would have come and gone. What are you doing tomorrow? What are you doing for fourth of July? 
Um, I'm hanging out with my beautiful daughter. Um, and honestly, we don't really know. We're not like okay. 4th of July people per se. Mm-hmm. Um, even though we do respect America and all that, but you know, we ain't really like fireworks <laughs> kind of people, you know? No, I get it. I get it. Um, it, this is one of them conflicting. We talked about Juneteenth, what, two weeks ago. And that was uh, this one of them conflicting things like, you know, America. What does it actually mean, especially the way that America going now, especially with the Kaepernick, especially with the NFL, especially with the cops uh, killing, killing, killing. Let's go with killing, killing black people, especially with white people harassing black uh, black people just for being black, especially for our kids. Definitely missing out on education, especially, especially, especially. Yeah, yeah, I could, I can, yeah, I can concur with that. One hundred and ten percent. You know, it makes it makes it a little bit harder to to swallow. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. Um, however, you know, as I was, you know, having a conversation with my um, daughter earlier today, I, I still believe that America is one of the best places. Oh to yeah, live. I really truly oh, do. But but so. Um, but part of that is the the right to you know question exactly. our legitimacy. Exactly. And I think that's the key part. We just because, <laughs> so I'm married. Just because I say something bad about my wife doesn't mean that I want to end the marriage. It just means that we got to work on something. So it's not is is so that's how America is. We're married to America. That doesn't mean that I cannot speak ill. That doesn't mean I want to go to Guam or South America. That means I, I am still American, born American, want to be American. But just because I speak ill of it doesn't necessarily mean that I want to leave America. I want America to get better. When I speak to my wife about stuff that we're struggling with, I want our marriage to get better, not leave my wife. So, yeah, I'm, I, yeah. So the, the, so the moral is just take this as constructive criticism. Exactly. <laughs> right. Allow it's, us to... We're, we're, we're. <laughs> <laughs> allow us to criticize you america that's, that's all this allows us to give us you know our perspective you know our uh, love we you know we paying taxes yes you yeah. know we're, we're good citizens you know we law abiding we doing what we got to do right just, right don't you know, just let it leave us alone dude yeah, we're american too I, we're not blind we see right you know, we just Right, Langston Hughes. I too am America, and I I, I think you know what I need to play that. I need to play that uh, during the break. Uh, when we take our break, I'm gonna go ahead and find that, especially the one that Denzel Washington did on uh, the Great Debater, when he's talking cool. about. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna play that. So that so we we gonna X out the song and we gonna play that. We gonna play that. Okay, cool. All right, all right so let's that. get let's get back on track because we can do this all day. So today's topic is we didn't consider when considering to do this show. So since we are coming up on our 10th episode, this is our ninth. And next week, we're going to talk about being authentically black. Uh, We want to we want to look at it and hash out once again, like we did for our first episode, this unapologetically aspect of the show. And truthfully, some things that um, came up between you and I as we've been doing these eight episodes and we're going to break it up into uh, three parts. So so so. Uh, the first part we gonna talk about. I didn't see coming. Uh, that came up uh, within us as hosts, and then that last one that we can do in the future to to continue to make this show grow. Because as far as out here in Cleveland, um, they've pared down a lot of shows on this radio station, just but they kept us. Oh, they did. Yeah, man, they kept us. They said you. They said y'all got something. So they've pared down. Oh, they've. They've paired on a lot of shows on this radio all station. Right. And so all right. All right. when we talk about what we're going to do in the future, we really need to talk about what is it that we want this show to uh, go. And once again, we do not have to agree, but we both have to understand that they, they could have got rid of us. But they said, you know what, this show, y'all got to listening. People like this show and they mm-hmm. like the concept. So there you go. So. Yeah. Let me go. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and start first. I always look to you to start first, but I'm going to start first and I'm going to start with some uh, talking points. So stuff I didn't see uh, coming. So uh, some black people are going to what I've noticed is that some black people are going to shy away from the radio show because they are not comfortable with talking about blackness. And that's something that was I really didn't see that coming. I didn't see I didn't see us as an individuals um, shying away from actually talking about blackness um and i I didn't see that coming and 
that was something that hurt my heart to be perfectly honest how, um, how, do, how does that manifest like how do you how do you how did i notice that yeah how do you notice that so, how do you know that that's what they were doing um the way that i notice is when i would say you know like oh eric you're doing this radio show what's the name of your radio show and i'd be like oh it's unapologetically black and they'll look at me and be like huh hmm okay and i you know and i and you know that you know i'll say well they'll ask me you know what's the show about and i'm like oh we're spotlighting and looking towards uh black greatness and this now we have my my one of my closest friends my best friends in miami i said we you know we we just really want to talk about blackness we want to talk about black greatness and this and that and you can see i can visually see them get uncomfortable talking about the uh about blackness and i it it really as if it was being ashamed if that does that make sense as if it was yeah. shame as if we're being unapologetic I'm being unapologetically black and we decided to have a show to say that we are unapologetically black so mm. what's your thoughts on that that's my first my first point you know I think that goes along, along the lines of for me it was learning and um I feel like sometimes you can learn too much, but sticking with just the learning part mm -hmm. um, and understanding that uh, there are a lot of people who are not necessarily for the cause. Okay. Um, and it's not necessarily that they're not for the cause in the way that we are for the cause, because mm -hmm. both of us um, have different um, viewpoints. It's just that they, for whatever reasons, just don't want to be a part of it, don't want to be a part of the discussion. They're tired of it or whatever. Um, and for me, that's really baffling um, okay. to still continuously learn that. Go, go, wait, 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 wait. Go back. What, what did you say about you? Go back to what you were saying that the baffling part. The baffling part. What was that again? It it, it baffles me that and anyone would um, be anyone of color, mm -hmm. um, anyone of of that's in a minority status would not want to hear about how to make their step their situation better. Mm -hmm. um, and that's what this show is about. But okay. once you hear unapologetically black, mm -hmm. um, which I do have to say, you know, um, I've stated this before. I'm not necessarily a fan of the name mm -hmm. because I understand how people can see it. Right. And that's um, the, exactly. Exactly. Go ahead. Say that again. No, exactly. That, I, I get say that. that exa I said exactly. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah. And so the, the problem with with that is. You know, we can't cater to everybody. Right. And I'm realizing that, right. you know, we want to cater to everybody, but we can't. Um, that's the unfortunate part of the diaspora is that, you know, we within the diaspora won't accept the differences within the diaspora. Right. Um, and I think that's a, a clear sign of that. Right. Um, and, and for me, that's bothersome. That's it's, mm -hmm. it's baffling, you mm -hmm. know, when we're still being shot. You right. know, for me, the being shot is no different than being hanged. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's just that we can get your body off the, the ground a lot faster. Exactly. We can cover you up. If you're in a tree, we can't cover you up. Exactly. Um, but it still has the same effect. And mm -hmm. I think that effect is, is what's causing people to not want to hear what we're saying. Um, the other part, mm -hmm. I think, um, to quite frankly, is the that I've learned in the last eight, nine um uh, shows mm -hmm. is kind of over learning, if you will, you know, over being over socialized, mm -hmm. you know, over civilized mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. when, you know, quite, quite frankly, a majority uh, of individuals are, are I don't, I don't want to use the word complacent, mm -hmm. but they're happy with where they are. Right. You know, right. and so who are we to come in and say, you know, you know, that they're not up. unapologetically black. Right. And what's, what's crazy, we, you know, everybody and every time something happens race related in this United States, we we talk a lot about needing a national dialogue or discussion on race. How is it possible if we're if if we're going to have this dialogue, if black people are uncomfortable talking about blackness? And that's that's the crazy part. How are we? It's a lot of times when we talk about this dialogue about race, we look at it from the white side. White people are uncomfortable, but black people are, are uncomfortable also about their blackness. That goes to your point about how the diaspora, how you're black in America, you're Jamaican in America, you're Haitian in America, you're Dominican in America, you're all these things in America. When someone sees you that is that doesn't know that you that you have a different aspect of blackness in your blood, all they see is black. And so we have to collectively come together and somehow and we all have to be OK with talking about blackness. 
How are we gonna have this dialogue? I, I think a part of, I think a part of that collective com, collective coming together is how do we come to collective and still respect our individual differences. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, going back to some of the things that we stated in the past, mm-hmm. you know, we realized that black has been ascribed to individuals who have a certain color. Exactly. Um, but clearly we've just stated that there's different ethnicities within that um, mm-hmm. color range. Mm-hmm. Um, just like within white people, you know, they have different ethnicities too. You mm-hmm. know, Irish, Jewish, right. um, uh, Italian, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Um, and the black, the show, as far as I'm concerned, mm-hmm. is kind of expressing that in a way that internally we feel comfortable with saying, you know what, I'm black and I'm Jamaican, or you could right. say I'm Jamaican first, and then you could say I'm black, right. um, whatever your preference is, but at least being able to say that um, and still maintaining that ethnic difference. Right. There is a difference between, quite frankly, a Jamaican American um, and a black American. Right. There's a big difference between a black American that's born in Miami and a black American that's born in Cleveland. Exactly, exactly. You know, and... And uh, the, the the beautiful thing about like for instance the Jamaican thing, you know, I can be Jamaican and be a Jamaican American. Okay. I can also be Jamaican and Jamaican and black. Mm-hmm. All right. But what I think the purpose of the show is to kind of express within the diaspora, hey, there are differences within it. There's ethnicities within the diaspora, and also to kind of get the world to understand that we are as varied as they are. You know, we are as varied as, you know, Jews and Italians and and Irish people and Lithuanians and Russians and Germans and, you know, and all of them have a same similar skin tone. Um, And we respect them individually. I think on our end, we have to respect ourselves individually. Mm -hmm. To add just a little bit to that, I also believe that we have to recognize differences between uh, a black American born in Miami and a black American born in Cleveland. Okay. A black American born in, in California, a black American born in Oakland. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you said earlier, and that was the first thing that came to my mind when you was talking about the um, the individuals you was talking to and whether or not they wanted to hear blackness. The first question that came to my mind was, do you think you would have had that experience if you were in Oakland? Do you right. think you would have had that experience right. if you was in Charlotte? Right. Do you think you would have had that experience if you was in Harlem, New York? Right. You know, because the mindset of those individuals are different. And so you, now your experience is going to be different because you might have somebody that is going to be willing to listen to it. And you know what was interesting? In our, you know, in and our, I think in, in our second segment, that, that's something that I want to explore. And we're going to bring that up in uh, stuff that came out about myself. It, is my blackness too Ohioan? You know, to where it's just that, re- you know, <laughs> and, you know, a lot of that, some of that came up, too, while talking about that. But before we move on, because I want to stay in stuff that I didn't see coming, what I've noticed and to go along with with what I what I personally notice in doing this show and telling people what show I do and this and that. There's a couple things that that um, that came up. First question was and it wasn't necessarily to it wasn't necessarily you and I had this discussion. Me and my wife had discussion. But people on the outside say, how is that? How is this show going to affect your counseling if your counseling is multifaceted, multigenerational, multi uh, race? And so that was one thing that I really didn't expect. I was cool with that. But I'm getting questioned like, hey, you shouldn't or it was more or less. You really shouldn't do this because you put yourself out there and you may lo- you may lose people. And so what I really didn't what I really didn't I really didn't see that coming. The other thing that I didn't see coming, many would rather run away from the subject of blackness or having a whole brain discussion about blackness in America than actually being uncomfortable in the moment and talking about blackness. And so us in our own in our own community. Can you you say that again or explain that differently? What you say? So that again. So in, in our community, many will rather run away from Mm -hmm. the subject of blackness, right? Because we want to bring in diversity. We want to bring in, we want to, we want to take, even in our own community, we want to do the all lives matter discussion without actually saying it's okay for an individual life to be discussed or individual aspect of a life to be discussed. And so we would rather have an all lives matter whole brain discussion about black America instead of black America or blackness in America. That's also, I didn't see that coming. I didn't see that struggle coming. Does that make sense? Or should I do it again? Yeah, I, I, I see. Yeah, I can see that. I can see. I can, I can hear that. Wow. Okay. Wow. That's wow. 
<laughs> right, because we we. Uh, I mean, I think no. I, I, I just say wow, and maybe it'll come up later, or we just address it now. Again, I I I have to go back to what I just said, is saying you know I, I wonder if that's a, a Ohio experience. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. um, my gut says it is. You okay. know, I, I I distinctly remember, quite frankly. 20 years ago, having dreadlocks in Ohio, and I can't tell you how many times people told me I would never get a job. Right. Um, now you go to Ohio and you see people with dreadlocks, you know, left and right, mm-hmm. um, to the point where we don't even call them dreadlocks anymore. We call them locks. Sister, uh, sister rolls and locks and yeah. Well, there's a whole, you know, the people who had locks were dreaded, and so there lies the term dreadlocks, and so we stopped, we dropped off the dread part and just called it locks. I got you. Um, uh, but you know, for me, a part of that discussion kind of goes, and I guess we'll, we'll, we will talk about that, um, is whether or not that is from, I guess the thing that I'm learning is that quite frankly, you know, um, that we're not, things have changed, but it hasn't changed that much. Right. It's right. like, let me rephrase that. It's changed a lot, but it's kind of still the same. Okay. I think that's a better way of saying it, you know, okay. like a lot of things have changed. A lot of people are getting jobs, but, you know, the underlying, you know, hypocrisy is still there. The underlying systematic, you know, unfairness is there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I feel, quite frankly, that, and, I, and we're going to talk about this later, mm-hmm. a part of that is education. Okay. Um, a part of that is you know, I, you know, one of the questions I love to ask and, and ask anyone is, mm-hmm. do you really feel like those educated brothers really have your back? Okay. Um, cause, you know, that's, that's, and that's one of the things I feel like I've learned the individuals who don't want to watch, listen to the show, mm-hmm. um, are individuals who believe they already got it. Mm, mm. Right. You it's know, that, <laughs> it's that I know everything syndrome. Yeah, I know everything. And so, you talk you know, to me about here blackness. I am, right. you know, doing the show and I'm still learning. Right, right. You know, here I am, you know, I've been doing this for 20 some odd years and I'm still learning. Right, And right. so for me to, to hear someone that just, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful, mm-hmm. but just being honest, someone who just read a book, someone who right. just got Cornell West, someone right. who, who just, you know, woke up, if you will, um, now all of a sudden they're the guru. Right. You know, and it's right. like, eh. Right. I'm not saying that, you know, you don't you don't have some 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 justifications for speaking up, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to put you on the line with Cornell West and mm-hmm. Tavis Smiley and, you know, some of the guys who've been actively out there trying to make a difference. And that's where you challenged me. I remember in that first episode, you challenged me and was like, are you talking about from a, from a book standpoint or are you talking about experiential? And it, it does come back around because those that those that believe that that there are people that really believe that you can't talk to them about their blackness, especially when if they're darker than me. And I've had that yeah. as as being as being uh, a light skinned black brother to where quite like I said, quite frequently, my black uh, challengers have come from black people or my black struggles have come from black people, not white people. And so I, 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 I can hear that. So who are you, this yeah. light-skinned dude, in order that's going to tell me about my blackness? And what's interesting next week for our, for our actual episode ten, we're going to touch and we're going to get connected to that authentic blackness and what does that look for, and also what is the benefit of being black. And so we're going to talk a little bit more about that in that third segment. But that all this actually goes together because you have to have the discussion. And like I said, this segment, this first segment, was stuff I didn't see coming. I didn't see that it was difficult, that it was going to be this difficult to get black people to be okay with talking about their blackness. Yeah, it's pretty deep. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we so we up on a break right quick. I mean, on the other side, we're going to talk about stuff that came up within us and even in our dialogues and in, in our back and forth and talking in creation of the show because we have had back-end discussions to where to where it's like, wow, you know, we're we're two black individuals been knowing each other for 20 years. And this is bubbling up inside of me and I'm coming to you and we're going back and forth. And even us as hosts of the show are like, huh? What? I don't get that. <laughs> so, all right, we're going to go out on a break. We're going to go out on a break. You're listening to Unapologetically Black on WOVULP Cleveland 95.9 FM. Have a news story or special interest topic you'd like us to consider? We welcome you to email us at program 
at wovu dot org or call our newsline at two one six two seven one zero nine five nine. I am the darker brother. They send me to eat in the kitchen when company comes, but I laugh. And I eat well, and I grow strong. Tomorrow I'll sit at the table when company comes. Nobody will dare say to me, eat in the kitchen then. Besides, they'll see how beautiful I am and be ashamed. I, too, am American. Welcome back. This is Unapologetically Black. We are your host, E. King and Jess Dyson. As you heard from the first segment, we do not have a guest. Actually, the, no, the, the guest actually this time is blackness. Let's be real about it. The guest yeah. this time is blackness. And so our uh, topic today is stuff we didn't consider when considering to do this show. So that first second we talked about stuff I didn't see coming and we, we hashed it out, especially as it relates to us black people. And so this segment, we're going to talk about stuff that came up within us personally as hosts that, um, that we actually had to hash it out, you know, as friends, you want me to go first or you going to go first? Uh, well, you went first last one. I can go first this one. All right. Hit me with it. Uh, I don't think, um, a lot of people understand how much goes into a show, okay. uh, how much energy and effort. It's only an hour show. Right. Uh, but we roughly put in about anywhere. I know he puts in more because he's doing the editing. I'm not. Um, I'm putting in, let's just say, six hours a week, which is a lot um, for an hour show. Mm-hmm. And part of that is a lot of us having conversations and talking about some of the ideas and whatever the case may be. And sometimes what, what will happen is, for instance, and a lot of people have gone through this, We'll get a uh, and we'll get deep and personal in our personal conversations. Right. But it doesn't necessarily, as a way to explain or explain or way to give an example or whatever the case may be. But it doesn't mean that that conversation is open for the radio. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, I am one of those individuals who will protect myself from the world um, because the world won't necessarily always protect me. And it's not that I. I'm not trying to be as honest as I can. One, I'm trying my best not to curse, uh, which sometimes I really believe a curse word is is, is appropriate. (laughs) And the other piece is, quite frankly, a lot of my experience comes from situations that are real, that are honest. And and I have to be very careful with giving those examples, Mm -hmm. with sharing those stories, because it's not just me who's going to have to pay for it. You know, I have children. My children have moms. You know, they have families. I don't want to be disrespectful to them. Um, and so for me, I think the the thing that, you know, quite frankly, troubled me, and that's why me, me and um, E wind up having a conversation about it, is that sometimes our personal conversations would kind of get pulled out into the public eye. Mm-hmm. Um and it's not that, you know, I don't want the public eye to see it. But again, the world doesn't always protect me. Right. Um, and, and, and again, we had a great, beautiful conversation about it. You know, a couple of great long at long text messages. But we got through it and we're here on the show today. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and to speak on that point, I mean, when you realize that you've been friends with somebody for X amount of time and that you're still learning them. I mean, that's both a, a curse as we as we consider doing this show and it's also a blessing the blessing part of it is that we can when i'm when i when you and i were talking it wasn't from a standpoint of knuckle up it was more a standpoint of hugs and like look man we're we're together on this it's us together and if we didn't have that friendship if we didn't have that closeness i can see how uh how it could have went differently and because we, we do. You have a idea of blackness. I have an idea of blackness. But we've agreed and committed to saying we want to do this show and we committed to each other as friends. It it came out and our definitions and what we looked at and how vulnerable. And I even said, I said, just I'm perfectly like I said in the first segment, I'm perfectly OK with being vulnerable about my blackness and whatever it does to my brand as a counselor. And 
I have to respect the fact, and I do respect the fact that you had to because you have a brand. You are you are you know you you're a photographer. You're a fitness trainer. You you have all these things that work on word of mouth and image. And I had to learn how to respect that and go back and forth and say, okay, if just because I'm okay with it, it doesn't necessarily mean justice okay with it. And I have to respect that. And so that was one of the things that came up that I had to definitely personally take a step back and not be selfish. You know what I mean? You know what I mean, Just? I had yeah. I had I I, yeah, I had to yeah, stop yeah, being no selfish. Right, right, right. I had I had I think to, that, mm-hmm. go ahead, go ahead. I think the I think the I think the key that that you know, and I think this is evident in our friendship, and I, and I and I share this with everyone because I, be, I truly believe that a lot of people should have more friends. Right. There's this the statistics that's been going around for the last 10, 15 years, um, that's been dwindling anywhere between one to two to three to four friends. Right. The average American only has you know three to four friends. Where back in the days, 20, 30 years ago, it was customary for us to have 15 to 20 friends. Exactly. Um, and my current argument is that you know we just don't do a, enough compassionate discussion, mm-hmm. enough reciprocal um, discussion. And in our experience, because I was really upset, I don't think the world understands that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he said earlier that, you know, it wasn't like a, 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 a fisticuff kind of conversation, but actually it was, you know, because that's how I am. Mm-hmm. And I got to give him credit for saying to me, hey, you know, I understand this is how you are. I'm going to respect your decision. This is how I am, you know, and we was able to move forward. Right. It was your ability to actually listen to what it was that I was saying and saying, listen, I hear where you're at. Mm-hmm. You know, I just agree. Diff- I, I look at it differently. And now we're having a conversation in front of the whole world so that way they can understand right. that this is what unapologetically black looks like. Right. <laughs> this is right. what friendship <laughs> looks like. This is what business looks like. Right. You know, it's not just it's not always fun. It's not always we agree. And, you know, I said it earlier, and I think in our first show, some things me and Eric are very, very diametrically opposed on. Right. We can agree to disagree. We can figure out a way to work on the same project, but we are completely uh, 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 diametrically opposed on it, (laughs) you know? And there's some things that we're like, you know what, I can rock with that. Right. Right. You know, um, and I I think that, you know, going back to the the point Mm -hmm. is, Again, when you are trying to do something for the betterment of the 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 diaspora, if you will, mm-hmm. sometimes and I think in our instance, our our personal friendship um, started coming out in the show. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't want to hear that. And let right. me just give a real quick example. Right, you ahead. know, I'm a personal trainer. All right. Um, and this is something that people will clearly understand could be damaging. Right. I'm a personal trainer whose personal preference is to have a fit person. It doesn't mean that I, I think, you know, unfit people are unattractive. It doesn't mean that I think unfit people are any less than fit people. Mm-hmm. You know, I just have a personal preference. It's not something that I share all the time. I'm sharing it with the world now. So that way people can understand that sometimes my business may take a, 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 a hit because of my personal preference. So I'm mm-hmm. not going to share my personal preference all the time because I have kids to feed. Right. <laughs> you know, and the reality of the world is we're not there yet. I would love to, you know, be at a place where I can speak openly and it not affect my business. Right. You know, but I've been around long enough to know that it can. Right. You know, and I'm not in a place as a photographer, quite frankly, or as a personal trainer for people to feel like I'm judging them. Right. You know, I mm-hmm. just have my own personal preference. There's right. a big difference. Right. Yeah, and 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 that's that's what I had to respect, and that's where I had to step back and say, okay, I'm okay. You know, my wife, my kids, my wife, my partner is okay with what I'm doing. But I also, because I invited my brother in to do this and do this with me, I have to make sure and respect what he may or may not be struggling with, and I have to listen. And what I what I found also, what also bubbled up in me, not just with justice, but also with some other stuff, is that I became angry. Um, I, I, I was angry with justice and I was also a level of anger with, with, with my black people because of their shying away from the idea of doing this for the black. Does that make sense, Jeff? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. You I know, mean, I, yeah. and that, that comes up, that comes up to my other part where, where it's not even on us. Yeah. It's a, 
I, I think neither one of us wanted those be wanted to be the. We didn't want this show to be another one of those shows that's keeping the black plight at a certain right. place so we can have something to talk about. Exactly. Uh, yes. <laughs> we didn't want because we already have shows that are just simply. We already have shows that are. Um, just, just self-deprecating. There you go. We already we 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 have that already, and that's not what this show is about. This show was about having whole brain um, discussions, and and when I say whole brain, a lot of people say, "Well, what do you mean by that?" The everything that we are is in our brain. That means our our attention, our memory, our feelings, our emotions. You know, when you have a whole brain discussion, you have a whole body experience. And so when somebody is talking and, and they're and it's, it's coming to your ears and you feeling it, you get them tingled in your skin. You get that tingling in your toes. That's a whole body discussion. And then when they come back and, and somebody hits you with with something and you get a little angry or fit or 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 filled up emotionally, that's a whole body discussion. And that's what I want. And, and far too often, I think we have too many what I call frontal lobe discussions. Frontal lobe discussions are just sound bites to where you're only listening to reply. You're not listening to digest. And I have a and that's what I didn't want this show to be. I wanted it to be a whole brain. Well, discussion. you know, and, and, and I, I want to piggyback on that just to give an example. You know, I think, you know, and I use a and, I, and I'm sorry to put this brother out there, but, you know, you know, I got my daughter in town and she's been listening to music and there's a guy named. Um, extension or extension or I don't know. He has a bunch of X's in his name, tattoos <laughs> on his face, and really and really colorful hair. Okay. Um, so I'm pretty sure somebody knows who I'm talking about. Um, but the long and the short of it is, is that I guess his music. When you listen to his music, it sounds great. You know, it sounds. I ain't gonna say it sounds great. It sounds like everything else is out there. But when you really listen to the words, there's a lot of misogyny in there. Mm -hmm. And then when you do some research on the brother, you realize that you know what he got a background that's very, very, very questionable. There's a lot of people that are doing what you're calling that frontal lobe thing because all they're doing is just kind of just listening to the hype beat. Right. They're just listening to the cute lyric. You know, they're not really going in depth behind, you know, what the person is saying, what the person means or whatever the case may be. They're just taking them on face value. Mm -hmm. hence, hence the frontal lobe um, concept. <laughs> you know, right. you're literally just taking them on face value. And, you know, we want to be able to do that. We really do. Um, but sometimes you might have to dig a little bit deeper. And I think that's what the purpose of the whole brain discussion is, mm -hmm. is just digging a little bit deeper, because, quite frankly, our the diaspora's position hasn't changed that much in the last 20 years. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, I, but I believe that's just it, you know, is, you know, trying to change actually actively change the dialogue actively change the action, you know, and and this is coming from a person who, quite frankly, decided to stop talking because I felt like we were just talking. That's all we were doing, mm -hmm. you know, but I'm realizing the more we talk, the more people understand mm -hmm. um, and the more they understand, the more they do. Right. And I do see a lot of us, you know, doing better. Um, it's just that the ones who are not doing better are screaming a lot louder. Right. Right. I mean, and, and that's it. And we had. um what did we say the other day when we was having that discussion? We do this show. I said I do this show not only for those that are asleep, but also those that are that are woke, but just too busy to, you know, to to listen, to to feed on what we're what we're doing. That's exactly so, what you said. Right. So it's it's that's why that's why we do this show. And that's why that's what bubbled up in me to where I had to put a name to it. And so also what came up, I had to actually question, is my blackness too uh, Ohioan? And what I mean by that, I had to admit my ideas of blackness can be limited and and or I have some blind spots that needs to be flushed out a little bit more about the blackness, because let's be real. And I'm not I'm, I'm not going to I'm not going to make it sound as if I'm ultra black or anything like that. Uh, my awakening really started uh, in college and not even this. It started in all honesty and just to be real about it, it started after joining a black fraternity, after leaving that college uh, when I was around black people to when I began to study more about blackness and then experience some more, you know, with blackness. So it, I, I'm not I don't want to sit here as if I am ultra black and this and that and all that, but I also can see that possibly my ideas and my thoughts of blackness, which I have to, you know, be honest about my blind spot, may be too Ohioan. 
And I have to I have to be okay when someone challenges my regional outlook of blackness. And I have to be and that's something that came up that bubbled up in me that I had to be real about. You know, and, and we're talking about bubbling up. The the bubble up in me was quite frankly, and I might irritate people is, you know, I keep saying it, I'm not black, I'm OJ. <laughs> You know, and there's this sense that, you know, I, I have to do certain things um, in order to be black. Um, and there was somebody, uh, I think it was uh, Donald Donald Glover. Is, mm-hmm. is that his name? Childish Gambino? Yeah, that's him, Donald Glover. Yeah, Childish Gambino, I think is, 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 yeah, I think he's married to a white girl, right? Yeah, or he, he just is. had a baby by a white girl? No, he's, he's married to, I yeah, think he's right? either married or been in a relationship for a long time. Yeah, something like that. With a white girl? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, All right. so my point is that quite frankly, with all the stuff that he's doing <laughs> for the for the diaspora, he should be able to date who he wants to date. Right. You know, period. It shouldn't be any question. And, you know, a lot of times for my sisters and my brothers, I, I just feel like I'm being pressured into a, a lower level of blackness. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm going to say that, mm-hmm. you know, that's my, in that, that's my feeling. That's, oh, I don't know if I'm going to say that on the radio, but <laughs> I guess I will, you know. It, and you know what? Let me say it. Let me say it in a way that people can understand it. Go ahead. A lot of times the assumption is because I'm black um, and I got dreadlocks or whatever is that I'm a hood. Right. You know, it's that I smoke weed all day and that, you know, and anything outside of that, you know, is an abomination. Mm-hmm. And for me, quite frankly, I'm tired of having to be that ghetto hood dude in order to be accepted, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, or, and, or to, in order for people to respect me, you right. know, it, it's, I can say something politely, no exaggeration, nine times, mm-hmm. but I say something, you know, like a, like a, that one time, now all of a sudden I'm a nigga the whole day. Exactly. We're going to go ahead and take a break. Um, and we're going to come back on the other side and we're going to talk about stuff we uh, possibly need to do in the future. So we're going to go ahead and, t- and talk about that. So you're listening to W-O-V-U-L-P Cleveland 95.9 FM. Welcome back to Unapologetically Black on W-O-V-U-L-P Cleveland 95.9 FM. We are your hosts, E. King and Just Ice. Our topic today is stuff we didn't consider when we were considering doing this show. So this is our third segment. We already talked about... Uh, what we didn't see before everything. Then we also talked about before starting the show. We also talked about what came up in us. This last one is actually about the growth of the show. Where we going to go and stuff that we need to do moving forward. And so I'll go this time. The reason why we had this show was to spotlight. And this goes back to something that you sent me. Uh, text. We, we, we started the show to spotlight, spotlight the greatness of black folks. And I think we need to go... We need to keep the show as a spotlight and not a soapbox. The show was created to be a discussion, a whole brain discussion and spotlight on black greatness. Although we are nine shows in, I can see how um, that this can become one sided if we if we allow it to. Meaning we can talk more about the greatness of black people rather than the soapbox we all need to stand on. And I, and actually I got that from because, or I got that from you because I can see that we can, we can go down that road of the plight of black people instead of the greatness of black people. And that's something that, that moving forward, I want to make sure that I keep forefront in my brain because you can both spotlight a, a, a greatness in black, but also, talk about in the same stream in the same stream of conscious some things that needs to be improved within the black community they're not they're not mutually exclusive it's not uh and thing it's not an or thing what you think it's the and um i agree i agree 110 percent um the only thing that i would you know you know add to that is just you know just understanding that you know you can you have a life (laughs) (laughs) you know and i think you know, and, and, and it's, you know, saying that to you and me, but it's also saying that to the individuals out there. It doesn't mean that, you know, you get off the show and then you just, you know, you run around. Like, I'm unapologetically black. I'm unapologetically black. <laughs> I'm unapologetically. <laughs> it don't mean that you do that. You know, 
you live, right. you know, and for me, you know, and if I, if I had to give a personal um, uh, story or personal mission statement, you know, quite frankly, every single day I'm smiling. I tell my friends and family this all of that all the time. So I don't have to outside of the show go around yelling and screaming. I'm blah, blah, blah. I'm, and I think you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And, and for me, if I, if I could share that, that's what I want to share. I think that's the purpose of me being on the show is saying, you know what? Life is beautiful. You can be unapologetically black, but life is beautiful. Okay. And I think that's that's something moving forward. And I think we both both said that we can we can do this. We can be unapologetically black, but we don't need it. We don't have to perpetually be a soap uh, a soapbox. And I think that's something that that we as hosts um, need to make sure that we that we move forward on doing. Um, and also, I'm going just to make an I statement. I believe that I need to focus on doing it because I can be. Um, very, very pro black and pro and pro vocal black and you know shade and move my my questions and whatnot towards that side and I think I need I personally as in move, doing this show and moving it forward because we have we we have been getting a lot of positive uh, uh, input from those that run this show I mean I'm sorry run this station so we I definitely need to make sure that um that I that I I keep that forefront in the mind. So you got anything else before we close out? Uh, no, I, I think my only I statement, you know, I got to, I got to learn as, as, as you're talking, you know, so I'm going to make me an I statement as well. <laughs> um, but I think quite frankly, my I statement would be not to be a personal trainer all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of times I get stuck in personal training mode. So I'm always trying to, you know, help people and, you know, as me as a, as a personal trainer, I don't have a problem with dealing with your, your insecurities. I don't have a problem with dealing with your uh, instability or your in- inconsistencies um, up front. Right. Um, and it's a little bit different when you're, you know, dealing with a, a group of people because a group of people may be offended. Right. Um, <laughs> you can offend one person and, and be all right, but you can't offend a group of people and be okay. Um, and so for me, I got to, you know, find my happy medium, you know, being brutally honest and, you know, being, uh, you know, uneventful or, or, you know, unheard because I'm so brutally honest. Right. And so, you know, that would be my thing. I I do want to, I want to put a responsibility piece out there though. Mm -hmm. If, if you take a time, you take a moment to, to, to listen to the show I, you know, I don't think it would hurt to, to take a second and, and drop a line, something right. that you like or something that you don't like, um, and help us out. Right. You know, we're here for you guys. We're not just doing this just so we can listen to each other talk. Right. Talk. <laughs> you know, we really, uh, you know, make a difference. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, so I agree with that. People to, you know, give us topics, you know, talk about things that you don't like, you like, you know, whatever. But just, you know, help us out. Right. I'm with that. So we're gonna close out, but uh, but yeah, <laughs> help us out. I mean, if this is if this is feeding your spirit, you know, give us give us give give us some some shout out to let us know that yeah, I'm feeling this and I'm digging this, and I really appreciate what you guys are talking about. So for our next show to go to uh, go on with this topic, and um, we're going to broaden this just a little bit, just a little bit. We're going to ask the question. Hey, when we bring the relationship show back. Are we? Oh, uh, maybe. Bring- well, maybe three. We'll talk about it off offline. Offline. Three. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah, all right. <laughs> offline. We're talking about it. We need to bring that back. But somebody uh, asked me about that the other day. We need to bring that back. Okay. <laughs> so next, but next week we're going to ask the question: What is the benefit of being black? And one of our guests, uh, Steph, uh, Stephanie uh, Lewis, we're going to talk about authentically black. She uh, graduated from HBCU. What she struggles with. Uh, as it relates to blackness is being authentically black. So we're going to talk, we're going to talk a little bit more about that. And also uh, down the line, we also going to talk about, um, I saw, I saw a post the other day. It stated support black owned businesses, but don't expect a discount. And I had, I have a problem with that. The reason why I have a problem with that is because in other cultures and other race, the discount is already implied. Meaning if you have a person of your ethnic background you're automatically going to give that person a discount but somebody that comes in also that wants your wants your supplies you're going to charge them full price i believe that 
take take care of home first and then charge the other people the full price. And so that's something that I know later on down the line, we're going to have a brother from Sacramento, California, by the name of Chris. We're going to talk talk about uh, supporting black black owned businesses. Um, I saw your face. What, what you oh, you have fun with that. <laughs> we're gonna we gonna have fun. We're gonna have fun with that one. We're gonna have fun with that one because you know we just gonna wait till that one comes because people be asking for all kinds of crazy discounts. It only be like a discount. They just want half off. They want free. They want man. Listen. <laughs> all right, we gonna close it out because I know you can go off. It's about that time for us to get out of here. Oh yeah, wake up. I want to thank you all for joining us. We are your hosts, E. King and Just Ice. Our intro music is Black Republican by Nas featuring Jay-Z. Please join us next Tuesday from 2 to 3 for another episode of Unapologetically Black on WOVU 95.9 FM. If you miss any of our broadcasts, you can find us on Stitcher or iTunes or Google Podcasts by searching Unapologetically Black. There you'll find all of our past shows. Uh, give us a five-star review. Talk, you know, talk to us a little bit. Um, if you got a burning desire to connect with us, do a search for us on Facebook by searching Unapologetically Black. There you can leave us a message, and maybe we'll go ahead and read it over the air. So today you're going, we're going out to a song called Unapologetically Black by Shadows of Society on their album God is Black, I Am Too. Peace.